This is not a house fire. It is much more like a conflagration. COVID-19, it is time to get serious about long-term planning, if you haven't already, for navigating this pandemic. This is Mark Bayshore. Welcome to this edition of Fire Rescue One's Chiefs Forum. I think it's fair to say that COVID-19 is not like your typical house fire that's going to be over in 45 minutes. This is a global conflagration that will require extreme leadership. This will require individual responsibility to rise above self, partnerships and flexibility to rise above rule, and all of us to do more than we knew we could do. As the COVID-19 situation unfolds around the globe, fire and EMS providers find themselves literally on the tip of the spear, at the epicenter of the response within their communities. Under the general lead of public health agencies, we are charting new course maps forward daily. Similar to what we see during hurricanes and snowstorms, we have witnessed amazing acts of neighbors helping neighbors and fire departments stepping up as they've navigated the labyrinth of difficulties with this event. Yet we also see many more challenges than normal, like daily changes in information, guidance, recommendations, and protocols. There are empty supply chains and a troubling lack of testing confirmations, organizational squabbles, and global effects that present many unfortunately predictable challenges. Our challenge long-term will be to figure out how to live Gordon Graham's mantra, if it's predictable, it's preventable. Short-term, we just have to figure out how to get to the other side of this thing. We are not going to be able to get in front of the conflagration. It's going to expand for weeks, still yet, and will burn much more of our communities before we get control of it. As fire and EMS services, we must stop thinking like it's just another house fire, mass casualty incident, or a heart attack. It is not. So what should we do or not do during the pandemic? Well, let's talk about that. We're all navigating the infectious control response challenges, searching for the lacking test results from whoever the agency is, obtaining proper PPE, and focusing on general cleanliness. But what else can we do to support the efforts? Well, there's a lot we can do. The following is some guidance that'll give you for fire and EMS personnel what to do or not do during the COVID-19 pandemic. Training, we know we're always gonna need to do training, but there's many ways we can continue to conduct training in interim separation or isolation. If ever there was a time to embrace virtual training, that is now. Where practical training is necessary, small team and individual evolutions should be the key. It's not that difficult to do. Business travel, only travel um, out of your community for essential travel. An industry conference is not essential. And as you've seen, most of the conferences have been canceled. I strongly encourage you to reconsider any personal travel as well. Public events. I know my department has canceled our participation in all public events. That includes canceling in-station tours and things outside of the station. It's just not worth the risk right now. Facility control, shut your bay doors, lock the entry doors, and although it may seem ironic as we normally preach community engagement, it's now time to keep as many unnecessary people out of our facilities as possible. Rumor control, your communities generally trust the fire service and listen to you. During public health emergencies, information doesn't flow the same way that it does for us normally. Unless you are a public health professional, the information does not originate from you. Please don't feed the rumor mill or find yourself leaking confidential information 
that you might be on the inside of. This is not our time to talk. Collaboration. The fire service has a strong history of cross-industry partnerships. Despite historical rifts between your EMS provider, public health, or emergency management, now is the time to close those rifts and work together for your community's sake. Work from home. Yes, I know, firefighters and EMS personnel cannot work from home. But administrative personnel can. Figure out what has to happen to get your team working as virtually as possible. Mental health. Take care of yourself and your people. Don't leave them hanging. And if they're quarantined or isolated, make sure someone on your staff is checking in on them by phone routinely. Use the resources that are already available through critical incident stress management programs. If you don't have access to them, find them. There are programs all over the United States to help. Budget big picture. You may not want to think about this right now, but it is highly likely that there will be fiscal challenges coming for many of us, especially smaller departments. Make sure you have someone looking at the bigger picture right now as we prepare for the inevitable COVID-19 community economic impact. How can you lead by example? One of the newest phrases in our vast lineup of terms is social distancing, and it's so much more than just a buzz phrase. Are you modeling that behavior? Like you, I watched the myriad press conferences with everyone crowding around the podium to preach to us about social distancing and the licking of the page changing fingers by the federal official chiding us for touching our faces. Those aren't the models we need to be, and thankfully, they have since changed their model. Make sure you're modeling the behavior you're expecting others to follow. Specifically, staying six feet apart and in groups of 10 or less. Wash your hands with soap and water at all the obvious times, but just go ahead and wash them anytime you pass a sink. Use door handles as little as possible. Wipe down surfaces regularly with a disinfectant and don't crowd people into Grandma Jones's house to help pick her up and put her back in bed. Cough into your arm and just stay home if you can. There will undoubtedly be more sacrifice to come, but it is important to remember that this will not last forever. It's time to take this serious, folks. We cannot allow the healthy and overly optimistic amongst us to doom the vulnerable. This is Mark Bayshore. That's the way I see it. I'd like to see your view in the comments below, or you can reach me at mbashoor at lexapol.com, on Twitter at Chief Bashur, through Facebook or my personal email, chiefbashur at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us today. Keep your distance, keep your cover, keep safe, and stay smart. See you next time on Fire Rescue One's Chiefs 4.